0: Yo, what is going on everyone my name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy in today's video we're going to be doing an eight team mock draft from the seventh overall spot on yahoo fantasy.com inside of today's video I'm going to be talking about my thought process of how to do an eight team draft because the difference between an eight team draft a 10 team draft and a 12 team draft are severely different in my strategy when it comes to where to pick certain positions if you guys do end up enjoying this eight team mock draft please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below if you are new because not only is it free i put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship and i would also appreciate if you guys could hit the like button to help push this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video so like i said at the beginning of this video an eight team draft to me just has such a different strategy when compared to a 10 12 or even a 14 team league every league's has different strategies but in a smaller league I'm really looking to get that positional advantage at the tight end position I would not even hate drafting a guy like Travis Kelsey at like the sixth or fifth overall spot because I just know week in and week out I'm gonna have that positional advantage at tight end and I feel like Travis Kelsey is just super duper safe and everyone is going to have a stacked roster so those positions basically the biggest position where there's a huge disparity. in points from the number one player compared to the number eight player at that position is the tight end position so I want to go ahead and solidify that position early whether that is drafting Travis Kelsey inside of the first round or in the third round selecting a guy like Darren Waller even if that is a bit of a reach in an eight team league because I want to solidify the tight end position so that I can get that very strong positional advantage because I know my running backs are going to be stacked I know my wide receivers are going to be stacked you can even make an argument to reaching on a quarterback to get that quarterback but personally I don't feel like there's too much of a difference between a guy like Patrick Mahomes and a guy like Justin Herbert compared to where you can get them inside the draft so I'm perfectly fine with waiting on quarterback but I am definitely going to be looking to get a tight end early on in this video now I know there's going to be some people that are in the comment section oh Nick why are you doing an eight team mock draft because people play in eight team leagues people play in six team leagues 10 team leagues 12 team leagues 14 team leagues 16 team leagues some people play in 32 team leagues so don't let anyone shame for playing in an 18 league it is still just as fun in my opinion as playing in a 12 team league so let's get into it the draft begins with christian mccaffrey derrick henry and dalvin cook pretty typical start to the draft normally though we do see dalvin cook go at the number two overall spot in most leagues derrick henry clearly the very very safe pick there's no really concerns with injuries like there is with dalvin cook but again i just feel like if dalvin cook is able to play 14, 15 games, that guy is going to dominate for your roster week in and week out. So we're at this spot here. We have to determine if we want to take the risk here and draft a running back and have You know, Travis Kelsey potentially not fall to us or make the pick now, get our tight end, and then maybe get a downgrade at the running back position. But I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to draft that tight end early, like I said, for the positional advantage. So we're going to go ahead and get Travis Kelsey here. After Dalvin Cook was Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, and we went with Travis Kelsey. Now, I know maybe I could have waited, but we'll never know because I ended up taking him. So we won't even see what the person behind us would have done. But looking at the next pick here, I'm still looking looking to get running backs early on and often in an eight-team league the running back position is still important just as it would be in a 12-team league a 14-team league a 10-team league normally in eight-team leagues though there are more flexes than are available on yahoo i would suggest that if you do play in an eight-team league and you are the commissioner or if you're not the commissioner to try to go ahead and nudge your commissioner to either add another wide receiver so you're playing one running or one quarterback two running backs three wide receivers a tight end flex defense kicker or to add just multiple flexes because that really helps and to add the league to make it more open so I'm gonna go ahead here and take Saquon Barkley and the second round with my first pick of the second round at the number 10 overall pick I feel like a lot of people are heavily sleeping on Saquon Barkley now there is news that hey maybe to start off the season he might not be getting all of the rushing opportunity that he will get maybe 3-4 weeks into the season but that's a-okay because even if he's just like a top 20 running back for the first 2-3 weeks of the season the whole rest of the season you can have the number 1 running back in fantasy football on your team with Saquon Barkley. I understand last year he did struggle because they don't have the greatest offensive line, but throughout Saquon Barkley's whole NFL career, the Giants haven't had a great offensive line, so he should be fine this season. So after I went Travis Kelsey, the Blaine over here went with Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. I went with Saquon Barkley. The, then it follows with Austin Eckler, Ezekiel Elliott, Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf, and DeAndre Hopkins. It is very interesting here that maybe we see four running backs and four wide receivers go inside of the second round that is not true because Patrick Mahomes gets picked but only four running backs inside of the second round normally you're going to see more than half of the league early on in your draft just hammer the running backs in the first two rounds and then the third the fourth round you really start seeing a frenzy of wide receivers after Pat Mahomes came George Kittle, Devontae Adams and Clyde Edwards Hilaire now this is going to be an argument that or not even an argument a discussion that a lot of people are going to be having with themselves during the draft you're in the third round which tight end do you select if you want a tight end do you want George Kittle or do you want Darren Waller personally I'm going to lean with Darren Waller because I think that the Las Vegas Raiders plan is to get him the ball he's clearly the best wide receiver on that team and he's a tight end so that's a huge boost for him. George Kittle's in more of a crowded room and I believe that George Kittle also isn't necessarily destined to get a lot of targets if they switch it up to Trey Lance. So we're back up on the board here and we're probably going to lean running back again and we're going to go with Antonio Gibson, a very NFC East start to the draft with obviously Antonio Gibson and Saquon Barkley. Antonio Gibson is a guy that I could easily see being a top 10, even a top 5 running back in fantasy football for 2021. And yet- Yesterday's video, I gave a very long breakdown into Antonio Gibson and why I liked him as running back number 12, but for short, in summation, Antonio Gibson is really good because last year, he put up all these pretty solid numbers, but he did it with these garbage-ass quarterbacks to understand, oh, Nick, he's a running back. What does that change? It changes so much because now when you have a uh, not even a consistent quarterback, but a much better quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick, there should hopefully be less turnovers. There should be a lot more time in the game when you have a stronger defense to run the ball out and I believe that Antonio Gibson is the perfect package that you look for in fantasy football. He's great at toting the ball as well as getting pass catches which is what you look for in a fantasy football. Running backs, we're back up on the board here. J.K. Dobbins and Justin Jefferson went before us. So we are going to go ahead and go wide receiver at this pick. I think that Terry McLaurin could outscore Allen Robinson. I think Keenan Allen could as well. I also think Michael Thomas could. So it's certainly a confusing pick there at the turn right there because I think that Keenan Allen should easily be a top 10 wide receiver. I think Michael Thomas could easily be a top 5 wide receiver. But I kept on talking. I kept on spitting my mouth out here. So I decided to go ahead and just elect to go with Allen Robinson that guy is the definition of a safe wide receiver I say he is such a safe wide receiver because he has done it with not the greatest of quarterbacks, he's done it with Obviously, 9-inch Nick Foles with kissing Titties Trubisky as well as with Blake Bortles, so it should be pretty easy for him to put up a solid season with a Justin Fields or even an Andy Dalton to start off the season. Now, if I'm being completely honest with you, if I wasn't kind of talking too much and spoke over myself and kept on going, I probably would have picked Michael Thomas at that spot because I believe he's a better wide receiver. Same thing goes with Keenan Allen, but that's why you always got to be on your A game here. Am I mad with Allen Robinson? Not really because I think it could really be a toss-up between those three who ends up finishing higher on the season. I like Justin Jefferson a lot as well, but he was not a part of the conversation because he already went before my pick. After Michael Thomas came, Joe Mixon, Josh Allen, Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, Terry McLaurin, and Kyler Murray. Now, the quarterbacks are going relatively quick. The second round is a little too high of a price for me to pay for Patrick Mahomes. Even if I'm really looking to get Pat Mahomes, I'm waiting until like the third or the fourth round before I'm feeling super confident and safe with taking him. Because even in an eight-team league where technically the positional advantage at quarterback is even stronger, I still don't really feel a need to reach up and take him in the second round. Maybe if you want to stack a Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes at the one-two turn you can try that but even then i think that is very very ambitious after kyler murray came out the board came david montgomery naji harris and chris carson david montgomery going pretty early there ahead of naji harris and chris carson i don't think david montgomery is going to be bad in any sense but i think that is definitely early considering i could really see naji harris playing very well this year same thing goes with chris carson looking at the board right now we already have our two running backs but we could secure a flex here at the running back position but again don't really love any of these running backs so we're gonna elect to go wide receiver at this pick Mike Evans Julio Jones Chris Godwin Amari Cooper Robert Woods are the big names on the board right here and I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper wide receiver of the Dallas Cowboys I think that Amari Cooper played so well last year with Dak Prescott when he was healthy and the fact is that if Amari Cooper is able to stay healthy with Dak we are going to see another amazing year out of those two if they were healthy because at the beginning of last season If you guys remember, Dak was putting up these record-breaking numbers. If he played in a 16-game season, he was going to smash a bunch of records. Amari Cooper was looking like the best wide receiver out there. For the past, Amari Cooper had a lot of judgment on him, including coming from myself because he was not consistent. But last year, he put up a very consistent year, even with the change at the quarterback position. So I'm very excited to get Amari Cooper on my team, as I think that defense still sucks, and they're going to have to be passing a lot in the game. Looking now at the board, Mike Evans, Julio Rodgers. Robert Woods I like Julio and Robert Woods the most out of those two I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with more upside in Robert Woods I think Julio Jones could also be a top 10 wide receiver but to me he's not necessarily the wide receiver one of the Tennessee Titans like he would have been in Atlanta whereas in my opinion Robert Woods is the wide receiver to draft for the LA Rams I think there's actually a much more considerable difference between Robert Woods and Cooper Cup than most are willing to talk about I think that Robert Woods has also been one of those guys Guys, who's ultra safe, but I think his upside is very high this season considering the addition of Matthew Stafford to the team and how well I think the LA Rams are going to be playing this season. After Amari Cooper, came Dak Prescott and Chris Godwin. Then I went with Robert Woods, followed by Miles Gaskin, TJ Hawkinson, and Mike Evans. The tight end number four in fantasy football is also a very heavily debated topic. Do you like TJ Hawkinson? Do you like Mark Andrews? Or are you on board with the Kyle Pitts rookie hype train let me know down below who would you prefer to be drafting if you're looking at a tight end and darren waller kittle and kelsey already off the board Are you're gonna be looking for TJ Hawkinson are you going to be looking for Kyle Pitts or are you going to be looking for Mark Andrews let me know down below in the comment section my answer would be TJ Hawkinson because I feel as though this Detroit Lions offense is just going to not have the great weapons that Stafford had last year obviously he's had Gallaudet in the past he's had Marvin Jones those guys are all gone finito you know like pixie dust it's all gone it's a wazzy it's a woozy shout out to the wolf of wall street but that's basically what it is all those guys are gone it's a bunch of scrubs at the wide receiver position the best wide receiver and the guy who's going to be getting the most targets on this team is going to be tj Hawkinson. after miles sanders came julio jones dj Moore, wiki wiki josh jacobs adam thielen cd lamb and mark andrews it's also interesting to see what the difference in picks between robert not robert woods amari cooper and cd lamb because some people People have CD Lamb ranked higher than Amari Cooper. I think that it would really take Amari Cooper leaving for CD Lamb to become the number one wide receiver, but maybe I'm wrong. The guy is very talented. There's a reason why he got drafted so highly in the 2020 NFL draft, and there's a reason why he had such an excellent rookie campaign. After CD Lamb came Mark Andrews, Russell Wilson, and then Mike Davis. So we are now back up on the clock here. The running back that I really liked would have been Mike Davis. So I'm just going to continue to wait. At the running back position, I'm not in love with the Chase Edmonds, but the problem is, am I in love with anyone past this? And I'm going to take a safer approach to my running back three considering Saquon is technically a risk for the first couple of weeks of the season I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt here if something was to happen to Nick Chubb and he was to get hurt knock on wood we don't root for injuries then Kareem Hunt would be jolted into this premier position in the NFL on a run heavy team even though technically he was scoring more points on a per game basis with Nick Chubb healthy I still think Kareem Hunt's fine with Nick Chubb or without now we are back up on the board here and there's really no running backs here that I'm super excited to draft looking at the quarterbacks nothing super special here so I'm just gonna go ahead and keep bolstering this very deep wide receiver core here and go with Deontay Johnson wide receiver of the Pittsburgh Steelers this is around the range rounds well I guess we're pretty late in the draft technically because in like a 12 team league we'd be in like round five but we're reality we're in round eight eight. This is around the range in an eight-team league where I'm starting to take some risks. Sir, Kareem Hunt was a relatively safe pick, but a guy like Deontay Johnson is a very polarizing player for a reason. It's because there are so many outcomes that could happen with Deontay Johnson. There's the really good that he gets a million targets like he did last year, he doesn't get kicked out of those games, and he ends up catching all those balls and playing very well. There's also the other side, the other argument, which is that, hey, Deontay Johnson can't catch the ball. He can't stay on the the field, Mike Tomlin's going to be tired of the bullshit that keeps happening. He's going to continue to get benched, and Chase Claypool is going to surpass him. Juju's going to outscore him. All that, but I think more closely to option one, where he really succeeds, he gets a lot of targets again. The Steelers are still a pass-heavy team, and Deontay Johnson leads you to win a championship. Deontay Johnson would probably start on my team if we did have multiple flexes or multiple wide receivers, which is how, like I said, your eight-team league should really be set, set up. Before we get into more more of this breakdown. I'd like to ask if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship. So after we went ahead and drafted Mr. Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup came off the board, followed by the Los Angeles defense, James Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Edmonds, Kenny Galladay, and Justin Herbert. The pervert, please let me tell you right now, if you are a person who drafts Patrick Mahomes highly, do not draft a backup quarterback. And if you want to draft a backup quarterback, I kind of understand, right? You draft them near the end of the draft. Do not draft a backup quarterback in the ninth fucking round. That makes, to me, zero sense. You should be trying to add more depth at other positions instead of drafting another quarterback who, if Mahomes plays as good as you think he will, for the reason why you drafted him in the second round, then Justin Herbert shouldn't be playing really at all on your roster unless he's on a bye. So I don't really understand that at all. After the Washington football team defense came Dallas Godert and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Looking at these picks before, I really do like the Kenny Galladay pick inside of the 8th round. I feel like he's continuing to fall even further than I thought he would. I thought people would understand that he has that name value. He's name recognizable. So people take him, but he continues to fall. And even though I'm really worried about Daniel Jones inside of the 8th round here, that's an extreme value for a guy whose ceiling is... Is not the highest because of it's capped by Daniel Jones, but he's still a guy that's been a top 10 fantasy wide receiver before, and easily could be if he's getting fed the rock by Daniel Jones, which is what they paid Kenny Galladay the big fat bag for in New York. So we are back up on the board here in one pick. We're just gonna have to take a running back relatively soon. And the question is which one will it be? I don't really like Melvin Gordon or Travis Etienne. I think both those guys are in immense split shares in their backfield. Same goes with Leonard Fournette. And Ronald Jones. So I'm going to go with Damian Harris. I've taken him in so many mock drafts at this point. But at the end of the day, I believe that he's the workhorse back or the lead back technically. Not really a workhorse because he doesn't get all those receptions that some other running backs get. But I do believe that he is going to be a very competent running back that I could easily fill into my roster. I think he is projected way too low for what he could possibly do in 2021. Now we're going to take a high upside shot at the running back position. The wide receivers are just so deep. I'm fine drafting one of these guys later to where I'm going to take the upside shot on Travis Etienne. Now, like I just said before, I'm not in love with drafting this running back, but I think at the 74th overall pick, that's late enough for me to warrant taking him. It really, to me, seems like a deep shot at the running back position he was very talented out of Clemson Trevor Lawrence gets drafted to Jacksonville so does Travis Etienne so there's already that connection built in but I think that James Robinson is really going to be the first and second down back the question though is how much will Travis Etienne be used at? but if he's used enough in the third down role in the past catching sets then we really could be seeing Travis Etienne put up a solid season but it's not something I'm in love with because I don't think there's really too much of a path for him to become the running back one until deeper down the season because If you guys remember, James Robinson isn't some bum. James Robinson isn't some fucking idiot they found off the street. He was a guy they found off the street. He was an undrafted free agent last year who took the NFL by storm. He was whipping his cock out and smacking the defense with it like it was a lightsaber, and he continued the ball week in and week out. He didn't deserve Travis Etienne. He didn't deserve to get bent over the table and raw dog by Urban Meyer when he drafted Travis Etienne. It was not deserved for James Robinson but it's what happened it's how the cookie crumbles so I think ETN has some upside but it may take James Robinson really sucking to actually see that and I just don't I'd definitely take James Robinson over him if I'm being completely honest with you because I think at least early on in the season, we know the role that James Robinson will be having. After I went with Damian Harris, came the Steelers defense, Ronald Jones, Travis Etn, Baltimore defense, Melvin Gordon, Chase Claypool, and the San Francisco 49ers. Later on in the video, I'm going to explain to you guys, if you are new, how I like to draft defenses and it's not by drafting one in the eighth round, in the ninth round, the 10th round. It's about waiting until the last round and then finding a defense that plays up against a shitty offense offense week one or an offense you think is going to struggle and then you just slot them in for week one and then week two you know what you do if they have a tough opponent you just release them you let go of them and then you add a new defense every single week I make videos on which defenses to be streaming so make sure that you guys check those out so after Chase Claypool came the 49ers defense Harrison Bucker the fucker and titty boy T Higgins followed by wiki wiki DJ Chark DJ Chark is one of those players that I'm finding it very hard to click the draft button for at this point because I'm not too sure what where he ranks amongst these wide receivers, and he just goes so much earlier than LaVishka, than Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is basically going free at the end of drafts, and he could easily be the wide receiver one in Jacksonville. So without seeing preseason, without seeing the training camp videos, we should see those soon. Training camp starts this fucking week, so we'll see these videos, we'll get the beat reports, maybe, 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 Marvin Jones is the guy, or maybe DJ Chark is the guy, and then in that case, I'm fine drafting DJ Chark in the 11th round, because I think the Jaguars are going to be a pass-heavy team, because the defense is very young, so they're not that good, and boom, DJ Chark as a wide receiver one in that offense, could have top 12 potential maybe, maybe that's a little ambitious maybe top 18 potential top 24 and that's great value where you're getting him but with all of those unknowns I'm not looking to draft DJ Chark right now after Chark came Lender Fournette my old bitch lame but my young ho coup Raheem Mostert Aaron Rodgers third leg Greg Zerline and we are back up on the board again guys it is important to draft more running backs than wide receivers on your roster in an 8 team league not as important but in 10-12 team league 14 team league make sure that you remember that when you're going to your draft looking at the quarterback position here I'm still fine waiting a little bit, so I'm gonna go with wide receiver Cortland Sutton at this spot for the Denver Broncos Bronco- the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. So the reason why I like Cortland Sutton so much is in 2019 this guy had a really strong breakout season with Joe Flacco. 2020 he gets injured week one, doesn't do all that much, but now he's in a very all right situation in Denver. The quarterback situation isn't the greatest with Horsecock, Drew Lock, and Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater, but at the end of the day he's still an excellent wide receiver in the NFL and if Drew Locke had any smarts in him he'd be feeding Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy struggled with drops last year I think Judy could easily outscore Cortland Sutton but at the value that I was getting him at, there I'm pretty happy with selecting him so we are going to go ahead and get our quarterback now the question is what's happening with Jalen Hurts is he the guy there Because I don't know, because it seemed like they might trade for Deshaun Watson. I like Tom Brady. I like Stafford. I like Ryan Tannehill. I like Joe Burrow. I like all these guys. So it's definitely a hard decision for me. But I'm going to personally lean Ryan... I'm going to lean Joe Burrow in this draft. I'm starting to really like Joe Burrow. And I think he's going to skyrocket up my rankings because... It's a very similar situation to the Dallas Cowboys last season with Dak Prescott, where you have a defense that sucks so much ass, so you have an offense that's going to be super high-powered and super pass-heavy, and if that is the case with Cincinnati like I believe it is, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, they also have Tyler, yeah, Boyd! I mean, this is a pretty loaded wide receiver core. Not as good as Dallas, but still a pretty solid wide receiver core. So I think there's really good reasons to be liking Joe Burrow, especially with the fact that we didn't really see him utilize his legs too much early on last year. But later on in the season, before he obviously ended up getting hurt, he started trying to run more. We could see him try to do that and incorporate that further into his game, which is going to elevate him even further in fantasy football because being a Russian quarterback just gives you so much upside in fantasy football. If I knew that Jalen Hurts was 100% going to be the quarterback in Philadelphia... That I may have picked him there, but I'm still pretty nervous about Hertz. I don't really feel confident when I'm drafting Hurts, whereas I do with Joe Burrow, former number one overall pick in 2020. After DJ Chark came Leonard Fournette. Oh, we already got that far. We got to Cortland Sutton and then Tyler Bass, Jamar Chase. I want Joey B, followed by Jalen Hurts, Juju Smith-Schuster, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, Javante Williams, Will Fuller, the fifth, Sir Will Fuller the fifth, and Zach. Moss, we have more running backs than wide receivers. I believe we have, let's see, our team. This is the easiest way to look at it here. We have one, two, three, four, five running backs. We have one, two, three, four, five wide receivers. So guess who we're going to draft last? A running back. Now, the reason behind drafting more running backs than wide receivers is because typically it's pretty hard to find a running back off the waiver wire that you can just throw into your lineup. Whereas a wide receiver... In an 18-league especially, a lot of these guys are going to go undrafted down here that are easily going to be in your lineup, that could easily substitute in your lineup week in, week out. So I'm fine going ahead and just drafting another running back here, hunting for upside, and there's a lot of high upside picks here inside of the 13th round before we go with our defense and our kicker. I'm honing in here on either Michael Carter or Trey Sermon, the two rookie running backs. I think Trey Sermon's in a better situation technically, because that team runs the ball more, but realistically, Michael Carter has the higher chance of being the running back one off the get-go, so it's really a coin flip there, like Gus Edwards as well. I'm going to go with Michael Carter. I personally have him ranked ahead of Trey Sermon, but that is definitely an interesting debate to talk about between those two rookie running backs. So now up on the board here, we're definitely just going kicker and defense. Probably going to snag our kicker first, and hopefully we can get my boy Rodrigo. You sunk my blank and ship. He looks like... Rodrigo Blankenship does not look at all like an NFL player, and that's what's so awesome for him. He wears those fucking weird-ass glasses that you can see on your screen right now. I just love it. He's just, just seems like a real fun guy. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Rodrigo Blankenship. And then for our defense, we're going to draft a defense playing a not-so-hot offense week one, but I haven't done that research yet. There will be a video out in a couple of weeks with that research telling you who to draft week for week one but I don't have that information right now because I don't view it as super important right now when we are weeks away from your fantasy draft. And we are about to be up on the board here. I'm going to pick my defense, but I do want to talk about the other picks down here because I do think they are still pretty important to discuss. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos, but again, I just... Don't really care about which defense I'm picking right now on July 19th, but I will care come time in August when I'm doing my actual draft. So picks down here that I find pretty interesting, Robert Tunyon, Logan Thomas. I think both of those guys could be very good, but I think they could also be forgotten tight ends that three years from now, you're like, who the fuck were those guys? Not necessarily who the fuck were those guys, because you're going to remember the seasons that those guys had, but in your head, you're like, why was I convinced that they weren't one hit wonders? I could easily see that happening. I do like Mike Gasicki a lot though, but ahead of those guys is a little bit risky in my mind. I really like Trevor Lawrence as a last round pick as a later pick in fantasy drafts because I think he definitely has top 10 potential for the same reason that I was talking about with Joe Burrow how they have a really solid offense, not the greatest defense, and are going to have to be passing the rock a lot that sets up Mr. Trevor Lawrence for a lot of success so here's our final roster. We had Joe Burrow Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Travis Kelsey and Robert Woods. Our bench is comprised of Kareem Hunt, Deontay Johnson, Damian Harris, Travis Etienne, Cortland Sutton and Michael Carter. So this is quite the star studded roster. Every single team in an eight team league is going to have that all star team but the fact that we have Travis Kelsey is what's going to take us above and beyond to potentially win this league. Again I draft all of these mock drafts like it's a serious league so I'm trying to win even though it's not a real league. Also getting Saquon Barkley that late in the draft. Not even like super late in the draft, right? It's in the second round. It's pick overall 10, 11, wherever we got him. But it's still such a big steal when you think about the fact that he could easily finish as a top three running back like he has done in the past. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. I hope you ended up enjoying my eight-team draft strategy. I will be doing more eight-team drafts in the future once we get to August. There's a mock draft every single day, plus an additional video. So make sure that you guys are subscribed for that. I love you guys all. Make sure that you stay safe. Have a great rest of your guys' day, as always. Good boy.